Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. Clay, the number one podcast. Well, no, let me take that back. The only podcast coming out of Jamestown, Tennessee to be played in Denmark. I have the proof in front of me. I'm looking at our metrics right now, and we have one listener in Den- Denmark. So we're moving. We're getting there. You know. <laughs> And the number one podcast in the underworld because everyone's dead and can enjoy this podcast. Oh come on, man! Don't 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 already start bringing it down. Don't bring it down. Just keeps getting worse, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep going on anymore. I've been writing in my journal. Not really, but so just fun. another just another week, right? Sure, just another week of the quarantine. So. We, well, supposedly, what we got till the end of the, the month, right? And they're sitting there trying to talk like they're going to reopen. You know, that's not going to happen. We're not going to go into this too much, but I don't think you can. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. That's just me. I mean, I understand uh, the economy and wanting to get it back, but like, if you reopen too soon, then we'll be right back to where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, people were talking because, as I said, I've worked in the school system and talking about starting school back up. And some people think it would be good for these kids to go back for the last three, two, three weeks. And I'm like total disagreement on that because, you know, if something was to happen, if one one kid or teacher or myself or whatever goes into that school and has it, then boom, you know, that total epidemic right there I mean it's amazing how some people still don't take it seriously just you know chill out you know just it's okay if they don't go to school I mean they'll eventually make it up make up an entire year (laughs) yeah well is that that what's gonna happen no the way I now this is I, I work IT so I am not qualified to comment on this and probably will get it wrong but the way I understand it the kids will still move up and well, I mean, <laughs> here's the what? thing though: you can't hold all these kids back for a year. And God bless their teachers because they they're gonna ha- just have to work with them. I, again, I don't know if that's what's gonna happen. I'm not saying that it is gonna happen. I don't know. I work on the computers. That's what I do. It's like every generation being like, you know, you, you every kid, you kids get it easy. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a yeah. kid, you know. <laughs> so. Get a free pass, man. That's that's. I don't really crazy. think it's a free pass. At least not here. now. They are at home right now. These kids and our teachers are working with them daily. We have provided all of our students in our district with a Chromebook if they so choose to take that offer. And we have also, as I told you before, we got started, have cut a deal with our internet provider to provide the kids that do not even have internet with internet for this device that we're providing for them. Um, the t- the teachers I do know are taking grades. I don't know how tough it is, you know, but yeah. that, I do not agree with that part of it. Um, I think it's hard enough. I can remember, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking like summer vacation or if we had a snow day or whatever, how hard it was to keep my attention you know, trying to just just on a normal day off, much less trying to get these kids now, especially with spring going on and everything, to you know even I, for instance, Ella Kate 
is five years old. She's in pre-K, and she's bombarded with stuff. It's not hard, but it is hard for my wife to keep her motivated for more than an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, God bless our teachers for everything they're doing. God bless with all of our healthcare workers for what they're doing, obviously. You know, I mean, it's just it's a crazy time. That's all I'm going to say God, about that. I'm done. God bless the USA. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this, did you say? hear the crickets chirping just then, by the way? No, I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I can't. You have had way too much coffee, by the way. I you were like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they put us on a fractured schedule at work. So, basically, we work in the office one day a week for for four hours normally just depends on what we've got to do that day and I drank that pot of coffee all by myself today and it was delicious wow yeah I didn't drink uh, let me rephrase I did not drink the entire pot of coffee but there was not much left when I cleaned the coffee pot up before I left so you know I feel it's like the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine man I can feel I can feel your caffeinated urges <laughs> uh, speaking of that I today went out and purchased The Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry. So I plan to sit down and watch it again, put myself through that misery, see if it's any better this time. I don't think it will be, but um, I'm going to. That goes back to our collecting uh, conversation we had. You know, mm -hmm. physical stuff. That's the that's one of those few physical things that I wanted to get. So. I went ahead and got it today, and for some reason, I guess because it was only five dollars, and it was uh, I got it on 4K, both this one, uh, the Star Wars one, and Transformers: The Last Night for five bucks. I don't know That's why. I'm, maybe it was the coffee talking because that movie is god awful. But it's only. I one think I, you're allowed these these random purchases. I mean, I did buy boxes of trading cards mm -hmm. last week, so well, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not going to be one to judge. The, the way I look at it. Five dollars for a 4K, you know, digital package, blah blah, all that. That's a pretty good deal, even if it is Transformers. At least someday we can sit down and watch it and laugh at it together, sure. if, we, if we can ever get together again. That's when it's got Mark Wahlberg in it, right? Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Even better. So. Hey, uh, did you get your stimulus check yet? Ah, uh, that's what I was going to bring up too. Yes, I did. Got. We got ours today. I, I did not, and I think it's probably because I paid in, so I'm probably going to mm -hmm. have to. I thought they would still have my stuff on file since, you know, I've not changed bank accounts. But mm -hmm. I understand they're just doing it from 2018. So, yeah, I'm going to have to file, so or not file, but I'll have to put my information on their website, which I did try to do. And, of course, in IRS fashion, it's not working. But, I mean, I'm not in a rush to get it anyways. I just, I mean, I hope people that need it so are you, getting it. Are you going to get that sweet paper check with uh, our president's signature on it. No, why? I want to just, I just burn that shit. Isn't that awesome? So. You could just take it and frame it. Wouldn't that be it's, great? It's, 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 I can't believe this is the world we live in. I'm showing my <laughs> true colors. I try my best to be just biased and not say nothing, and then all of a sudden the coffee brings out the worst in me. <laughs> it's coffee is like is ripping or holding on to you like it's alcohol. It does something. the same. Hey. I was about to say hey, it does yeah, the I same. Like, I was gonna say it does the same thing to me that Jaeger bombs used to, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, hi, 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 h
Hey. So, wow. but I did go to the uh, Claire Checkman uh, sent me a message today. Said she couldn't get on the website to look at to see if our checks had come in because today was payday for us too. And I said that's well, probably we're having trouble. With well, I, I'm sure I'm sure they were overloaded by people trying to check and see if they got their stimulus check. But right. I, I went to the bank and because uh, I had to do some business there anyway, and it looked like the first of the month. All the dregs of humanity were out, and it was terrible. I I could just see the coronas jumping from car to car, so it was terrible. But yes, I got mine. I made it through that. I made it through a quick visit to Walmart, which is hell on earth. So and then I finally made it home. I hate going to Walmart. I absolutely hate it. I don't know what I hate worse: Walmart or Kroger's. I don't have a Kroger, so you know Walmart's the only thing I got to go by. Right. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know. A lot of the uh, older people in Cookville go to Kroger's, and so people tend to shop for their groceries or just shop in general like they drive, which is slow as shit. <laughs> and so, you know, they just randomly stop, you know, or they're taking mm-hmm. up the entire aisle, not really thinking about anyone else but themselves. I hate that. And so I just, you know, I just get in there, just kind of know what I, I need. And I mean, I try to say, excuse me, please, thank you, whatever. I don't. I mean, I don't try to be rude, but I might come off as rude because somebody's taking their time staring at which cheese, shredded cheese they want, and I'm just like, excuse me, get the cheese and, and go. So I can't <laughs> wait to get in a fist fight about that for some reason. I mean, I almost got in a fight because of uh, cutting people at a hardy. So sure, why not? <laughs> Add that on my repertoire of just pissing people off. But, um, dude, working from home sucks. I mean, I'm getting a lot. I mean, I'm I'm staying busy, but it just sucks. It's just I don't like being here all the time. I did go and see best friend Todd and Sarah uh, Saturday because uh, they live right down the road, and it's just them two. And so, uh, and had a couple of drinks just to ease my mind. And after that, you know, went home, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, video games can. Uh, Entertain me so long. I mean, I need other things to do just to, I don't know, just mm-hmm. to keep my mind off things. But, you know, eventually I know everything will be all good, so I ain't that worried about it. I took my wife today. She has not been out of the, well, she's been out of the house, but she hasn't been away from the house since March 12th. That's the last time we went to the doctors for a checkup for the babies. So mm-hmm. she has not left the area of the house since March 12th, and today I took her and my in-laws just to Clark Range, just for a ride, because I felt like everybody needed to get out of the house. You know how you can tell when you're starting to go stir-crazy or somebody is, and plus, you know, I have to go to work, and Claire has to stay here and take care of a five-year-old plus two infants so right. I felt and love my two uh, twins to death we put them in the vehicle and they slept the entire time we was gone we took about a Clark Range is not that far but I went down all the back roads and stuff I could and blah blah, blah and we took about an hour and a half I guess total maybe two just riding around and they slept the whole time and were perfect children for once so it was nice. I think she felt better when she got home, too. You can tell the difference in people when they can get out and do something. And, you know, even if it is just, even if you go from being locked up in the house to being locked up in a car, at least when you're locked up in a car, 
you're looking at something different for a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was fun. It was nice. I, the, the only problem is you can't go too far because you have to either feed a baby or change a diaper. So that's the way it goes. I went crazy enough. I shaved my face. I, uh, shaved I, I know. Ago. I know. Did you leave, handle, so did you leave handlebar mus- mustaches? Uh, mustaches? I left a mustache for about 10 minutes and had walked around. Had to go. Had to go. Oh, yeah, I had to go, definitely. I'm not a mustache <laughs> person by any means. That should be reserved for my 40s. Um, but... Yeah, it's just it's just rough. I mean, I, I I stay entertained just by working and just keep myself busy doing things. But I'm just I mean I get a lot of I'm getting a lot of residential clients. I've talked about this before. We get a lot of residential people calling in because they see their house and they want some kind of artificial grass. And so I have to mm-hmm. talk to them whatever because my job. And you know a lot of these people are very promising, very promising leads. But the thing is, I'm like whatever. How serious can they really be? This one guy's like, oh, yeah, I, and I really need a quote soon. Get him a quote. And he's like, well, you know, the coronavirus, we're going to hold off on stuff right now. I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I'll have to bleep that one. No, I'll just bleep put it that. In. I'll just put just an explicit bleep. on it. We've had explicits just for the last however many weeks now. Bleep so. wherever you need to, but it, that was warranted because it was just very <laughs> annoying. Don't sit there and put the pressure on me. Oh, need this done. I was like, all right, sure. I'll, I'll switch gears and I'll get this done for you. Get it done. Like, oh, yeah. Of course, I'm not. I'm just like, hey, yeah, I understand. You know, completely understandable. You know, stay safe and healthy. Yada, yada. Oh, I appreciate it, Chloe. We'll get back with you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, that's that's annoying. Well, other than being stuck at the house, Clay, what have you been up to this week? I've just been playing the old Xbox uh, Fallout. Um, finally released Wastelanders for Fallout 76. And it's something that it's been needing to be released for a long time. When what it does, it just introduces uh, NPCs into the Fallout world, kind of mm-hmm. like the other Fallout games. And so far, I played it, and it seems like it's uh, returned to form. It's uh, definitely entertaining, brought life. Now, the thing is, I just like sitting back and just discovering things in you know apocalyptic United States. And this is set in West Virginia, so it's it's interesting. Some of the things that you find. But, yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. But I'm just taking my time with it, just trying to do a couple missions here and there. And then, you know, I've, I tend to my shop. I've got a shop where I sell things to people. And, it, it you know, we in the middle of fighting people, you'll get alerts telling you how much mm-hmm. money you sold, whatever. It's really nice. So, But they've done a really good job with it so far. But uh, I can't wait to play it all and, and get all the secrets and see before making a complete judgment about it. So. Uh, and that, I've been playing that. I've been playing uh, Journey to the Unknown World. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Journey to the Savage Planet, excuse me. It's a very fun, quirky game. I think it was released on the PC first. I'm sorry about that. There goes my phone. Um, right now, it's just kind of like a first-person Metrovania. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got a lot of searching, and you get to go back when you pow- you know find power-ups and stuff like that. And, and search places that you were previously not allowed to go to. Mm-hmm. Um and then I've just been playing a lot of Battlefield Five. Man, it's, you it's guys so are much fun. you guys are like putting logging some serious hours on that. So. Where there are some new maps have added there that mm-hmm. are so much fun, and, and plus they're beautiful. But um, yeah, it uh, you need to get back into it. Mm-hmm. It's the fun. I mean, the thing is, the more people you the more people you get. Um, I mean, the more I think we have a chance to kind of to run the entire team pretty much because. You know, there's like three or four of us playing on, and there's only four to each squad. But then you have, you know, up to 32 people on a team, 
And we're playing by the. I mean, shoot, we're not sitting back trying to snipe and kill people. We're going from you know A to B to C to D, trying to capture points to to win the game. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we're in the top. You know, we're either a top team or a top two or three team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's been good. I've been trying to just probably. I think I'm going to play some other stuff here. And I need to start reading that book. I keep telling myself I will, but. I've just been so just deranged being around here, but I'm trying to force myself to read. So. Don't, don't you miss comic books now? Man, I do. Gosh. Mm. I think I'm going to go buy and see Mike. I don't know. If, I think he probably did. I don't know if he did close. No, he's been open some. I know I saw on Facebook where he had been open. He's uh, taking orders still for, like, trade paperbacks and stuff like that. But, of course, nothing new, unfortunately. So... I'm going to get some trading card sleeves. I'm sure he's got some. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. He'll sell, you some, that, he'll sell you some cards, too, I bet. I don't know if he has any. I bet he I, does. I, I bet he does. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> Damn it. Stop. Did he, did he put you up to this? No. That, that is a free plug right there. A free plug. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, well, man, but that's, that's pretty much it, though. Just staying busy and, uh, you know, yeah. Fun stuff. What, what about you? What have you been into? Uh, not much. Um, did you watch Westworld? Are you caught up on Westworld? Oh, yeah. Man, so last time we talked, I had not watched episode four. And in the last week, I've uh, watched episode four and five. So uh, right up front, we're just going to spoil this. If you're watching the show and don't want to be spoiled, uh, i just move ahead a few minutes. But... Uh, so I know who all five of the hosts are now. Yeah, pretty nice. Did not that episode was did, yeah. Didn't see it. Did, yeah, did Neither you? Did I. All right. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. So far, I know we talked about before. I was wor. I, I didn't know how this season was going to go. You know, we talked about how it was different and it didn't feel like the first two seasons, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but man, this last episode five was probably my favorite episode of Westworld. I felt a little indifferent about it. I, I enjoyed well, the, some things about it, uh-huh. but... I don't know what it was that hooked me. It might have been the music because uh, it was a, a heavy dose of David Bowie uh, for one part, was one part of it. And I don't know, there was just something about the episode that hooked Watchmen, me. Watchmen, let's, let's go ahead and get this out of it. Watchmen had the better rendition of a David Bowie song in classical. Well, I'll give so. you that, but I, if if you give me some David Bowie, it's gonna put, you're, you're going to be on my good side either way, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, but uh, I, I'm just really liking this season more and more every episode. Not, and we're already down to the last three. So. Yeah, I know it's, it's terrible that they're doing an eight-episode season. I mean, yeah. supposedly there's two more seasons after so this. So let me ask you this. Somebody had said not specifically about Westworld, but about shortened season. You know, the shortened seasons that we get with these hour-longs now anyway. You know, like, for instance, I'm watching, I would said before, I'm watching Star Trek Next Generation. Well, that's like 22-hour-long episodes, which is... I, I like watching it, but it's hard to watch 22 episodes, you know, to find the time to get through a 22-episode season. What right. What is your – what what's that feel-good point for you on this new hour-long season thing? You know, some of them are 8, some of them are 13, 10, 
you know, what do you what do you feel like for you is the is the best bang for your buck? I think ten episodes mm-hmm. is perfect. Now yeah. I know when we're getting to like British stuff, it's what they kind of split things up completely it, different. Yeah, like when you look at Doctor Who and stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's considered one season, but there's part one and part two, and then with Doctor Who, Who there's usually like a Christmas episode that separates or even moves to the new Doctor, but it's still, it, it, it's kind of crazy the way they did it, or they have done it. I don't know if they still do it that way. I haven't watched Doctor Who in quite a while, but um, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that 10 episode is the sweet, the sweet spot to where you get the story you want and it doesn't drag out too long. Although, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to preface it by saying I'm not talking about the last season. I can think of some of those early Game of Thrones seasons where you did have like 13 and stuff. Where no, they've all they've just been 10 episodes. I thought one of them I thought one of them went longer. Okay, maybe 10 is the perfect one. Then. Never mind. Cancel that whole train of thought. Now, a lot of Netflix shows are more than 10. They're usually what yeah. 12, 13, etc. Yeah, uh, Stranger Things is usually uh, well. There's kind of gone up and down. Uh, but it's usually 10. I think like 10, 9, or 8. They've been different each season. But anyway, I just want to get your thoughts on that one. So I just think 10 issues, or excuse me, 10 issues, 10 episodes is perfect. Yeah. Perfect amount to to sit and watch for the entire and, season. And to get that story in when done right. And, you know, right. still leave you satisfied but wanting more type of thing. Um Okay, so I did that. I had the Westworld stuff happening. Uh, Star Trek's still going on, like I said. Um, I have become addicted to uh, a show on Disney Junior, thanks to my daughter, called Bluey. And it is a show about a family of dogs. And there's the father and the mom and Bluey, the son, and Bingo, the daughter. And it just makes me giggle and feel like a kid again. Um, the stories are all like uh, they all have a a, a, a meaning behind them uh, that kind of thing but I don't know it's just something I don't um, I feel like even though I watch a lot of stuff at Ellicate a lot of it isn't stuff that um, that we can talk about and like with a, with a meaning behind whatever that story was I mean you know, I guess there's one with Frozen and stuff and so on and so forth, but these are like actual just little episodes that have it, and it's just really funny. I was cracking up. I was laughing out loud the other day at an episode where they were playing Doctor, and the dad had a cat in his stomach and was like, how did I get a cat in my stomach? And Blue was like, well, they usually go in through the belly button while you're asleep. They just slide right in, that kind of thing. You know, it's just silly, fun stuff, and me and Ellie yeah. having a good time laughing about it. So if you have kids... And you haven't checked this show out, I highly recommend it. I'm having a great time with it. I'm actually going back and watching from season one with Ella Kate and we, when she will. She's on a big Barbie kick right now, so it's hard for me to get her to watch anything other than Barbie, which is just awesome. Not at all. Um, uh, that's it for that. Uh, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty Warzone nonstop. Uh, Josh and I have been. If only we could find some people to play with us. But we got our first two top tens last night. We still haven't won a match, but um, it's intense. It feels good. Um, we had a real good run the other night. Uh, the circle was closing in, and 
we had the high ground on a mountain, and these dudes come up behind us or were coming up the mountain, so we had a, the high ground on them and it was just absolutely tearing people up. And you know how it is in a game like that where you're just sitting there just picking people off left and right. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. That's when it really hits its mark is for that. And um, I told Josh, I think that this might be now – I mean, I've played a lot of PUBG. I played quite a bit of Apex Legends. And I think this might be my favorite Battle Royale type of game. I'm pretty sure it is. The guns, like I was telling you before we got on, got on air, uh, the guns feel great. Uh, you can snipe in it. It feels good. Uh, any, most of the guns I've used to feel real good. Um, there's lots of side stuff you can do, unlike most, or, well, any other battle ro- royales where you're just, you know, trying to keep to the center and stay alive until the end. Uh, there's contracts you can do to get you more money, and there's um, uh, bounties. You can activate bounties, which give you more XP and more money in-game. Like, you activate a bounty, and it'll be a, another team that's nearby you. And it'll highlight on the map the area they're in, but it won't show you know it won't show you specifically where they are. Right. So, you know, that's a little wrinkle in it. And then um, it just it, it's really fun. I'm really digging it so far. Of course, like all Call of Duty, you have all your perks and all your killstreaks that you can uh, unlock and so on and so forth from there. Uh, it's just really good. I highly recommend it, especially if you like Battle Royales at all. Uh, first person is great for this, and it's, uh, I don't I don't want to say, I mean, I've just been bragging. Hide and go time. seek Simulator 3000. Well, uh, I think you'd like this one more, Clay, because you don't have to, you don't have to in the other ones, but I know you said that your problem with PUBG, the one of your biggest problems was the gun, the, you know, the way the guns feel in general. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Call of Duty, so, and I know you played Call of Duty, so you know what you're getting with this. You're getting that pedigree. With I'm it. afraid if I get back so, into this, though, man, I ain't looking back. That's the only thing that's keeping me from playing Modern Warfare right now. And I, I feel better about going into a, a gunfight in this one. You know what I'm saying? Like in PUBG, if I saw somebody, 90% of the time I would turn and go the other way because I didn't fully trust my gun and whatever, you know, my gun in the in in the fight. You know what I'm saying? Right. With this, uh, it's just like any other Call of, Duty, Call of Duty. I feel better about okay, let's go get this person instead of let's go the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's good and it's good. I really enjoy it. So I, I know one of the reasons so is just because of the rampant cheating, and and that's a lot of it is because yeah. it's all crossplay, right? I mean, yeah, you got well, a lot of PC players on I, there. I told Josh, yes, it's crossplay, and it's kind of neat. Uh, in the matchup screen, it'll show you. For your teammates, not everybody, but for your teammates, if they're playing on PC or if they're playing Xbox, and I'm assuming if they're playing PS4 as well. I don't know. I haven't come across any PS4 players because it shows you the Xbox symbol besides your name, and then if you're playing on PC, it'll have the PC beside it. But I think you can filter out to play only with console players. We haven't really looked at the you know the settings. We haven't really tried to tweak the settings on it or anything. I could yeah. be I could be mistaken, but uh it's pretty oh and I had talked about before the, the gulag and all that stuff, you know? Right. Uh, I actually won my first gulag match and it wasn't a one on one fight to the finish. Mine was a capture the flag. <laughs> two people what? two people capture the flag 
And the flag oh, I didn't was, know that they I didn't, I didn't like know that. either. But right in the center of the uh, gulag is a was a flag, and I was just trying to run around and uh, sneak up on the other guy, and I ended up sitting right there at the flag, and won. So now, if I've had to fight somebody one on one, I've died instantly almost every time. But uh, the cool thing is, like I said before, and I had this happen. You can actually, if you lose the gulag, you can still be brought back into the game through um, money that you've collected on field. Your teammates, I think it's 4500 They can go to a respawn station, basically. I can't remember what they call it in-game. But anyway, they can buy you back into the game one, huh. one time. So, so you have people camping at respawn stations too, though? Uh, you can. The, the last one we did... We did not have a, um, we didn't have anybody camping, so we were able to spawn everybody back in. But yeah, I mean, it's just like any of that kind of stuff. You'll see people camping at them, so you know. But it's right. like, it's just part of it. But uh, I think it's neat having that option. So you have two ways that you can actually come back in instead of like with other battle royales where you're just one and done. You know what I mean? So it's nice being able to get uh, a couple different options to get back out there and keep helping your team. So. Good I'm game. glad you guys have a good time good with game. it, though. I mean, uh, I've heard good stuff about it. So they just—they were doing trios and quads, and they and singles, and they rotated out trios for snipers and shotguns. Uh, obviously, I did not try that because that's not my cup of tea. I like using snipers and stuff, but like when you get something like that, you know, it's nothing. It, it just evolves into nothing but people posting up and hiding, and then just a big sniper fest. So. That's no fun. I mean, well, I mean, it depends. I mean, one of the best games I ever played uh, with sniping on was Battlefield 4. Yeah. I mean, you literally could get back in the back of the stage, you know, you had to account for the drop and stuff like that, which was really cool. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then you'd get, like, it would tell you how far back the kill was. was. Like, I think I was getting, like, yeah, I was getting, like, 1,000. Because back in the day, it used to be, like, you get that many points for how, how ba far back it was. Mm -hmm. And I've had, like, a 1,000 feet and stuff Yeah, like I remember some neat. of them crazy shots, some of them big, long drop shots. I've been with oh, you yeah. on a few of those. Um, I did mention it, but for some reason that made me think of it when you were talking about the sniping. The, one of the missions, I kind of mentioned it, was a scavenger thing. And, like, it's three... So you'll get these three points that you have to find, one after the other consecutively. But each scavenger thing is a, like, legendary crate, or all the ones we've done is a legendary crate in-game. And what it does, it gives you, uh, like, a full crate of just legendary stuff. So you can get, like, these super powerful rifle snipers or rifles or LMGs, uh, you know, just uh, top-of-the-line stuff. Uh, that's another fun part about it. Just wanted to bring that up real quick. So, did they have a pack-a-punch in there by chance? I don't. Um, I don't. This is the first Call of Duty I played on a even semi-regular basis since two. Well, I'll explain what a pack-a-punch yes, is. And I guess they like, wouldn't. Yeah. Pack-a-punch is from uh, Call of Duty Zombies. I didn't know if Infinity War borrowed from Treyarch. That's the. Uh, that's how you were able to. The higher you got up in the zombie levels, uh, the zombies got tougher to kill. So. You could, what they say, pack a punch, and if you had collected so many points, uh, your uh, guns randomly mm -hmm. get new perks and some other really cool stuff. So. There, there are perks tied to your guns, along with just your normal perks. Um, I haven't gotten far enough in to the game itself to 
I'm, I'm just now at the point where I'm really starting to unlock stuff, like for loadouts and, you know, gun skins and attachments and all that stuff. So I can't really comment on any of that stuff. I know there are perks that you can get for your guns and stuff, so it it could be there. That's cool. Um, but, I mean, uh, for free, you can't go wrong. I, I really do think that, you know, I mean, it's just... It's uh, it's a good game. I'm really digging it. It's it's uh, the most excited I've been playing a game in quite a while, honestly. But we've been in a pretty big drought for like new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's that. And then lastly, we had talked about uh, we mentioned him earlier, but uh, was it last week we was talking about? No, it was when Josh was on. We were talking about uh, physical collections and stuff like that. I finally started going through my physical collection, Clay, and boxing up Blu-rays, which, as you know, for me, is uh, <laughs> pretty hard to believe in the first place. Wish it was step up from the but, I don't um, know why I'm singing that song. Sorry. It's all right. I probably deserve it for continuing. <laughs> but I have started going through my Blu-rays beginning in the A's because I am OCD and my Blu-rays are alphabetized and my DVDs, for that matter. But anyway... Um, I found this app, which you might be interested in. It's called iCollect, and it keeps it's a it's a collection tracker, but it it has every you can keep up with everything in the world on it, like any geeky stuff you want to keep up with. But uh, let me pull it up here. Hopefully, it won't mess up the podcast. Right now, I have 159 movies logged on here. Dang! And it'll Good keep, God, Jackson. <laughs> Um, well, that's just through. I think I stopped on the D's yesterday, and I put some some in earlier. Now the the thing is, it's free up to seventy five items, and then after that, you have to pay nine ninety nine to unlock the the full version. But um, I I've logged one hundred fifty nine movies so far. I've got a box full of movies ready to be put up. I'm slowly but surely going through here. Like I said before, I'm getting rid of any physical stuff that I have on digital for the most part. I don't think I'll put my my Star Wars ones up, but that's just me. Uh, but for the most part, I've, been, I've put all like all the Marvel stuff that is coming there, like my Avengers and all that stuff. I've boxed them up. I'm slowly weaning myself off of them the way I did comic books which means that eventually it'll come back around and I'll have to unbox them all but <laughs> you can do so just for instance you can track your uh, action figures you can track board games you can track bobbleheads if you're one of those strange bobblehead collectors no offense to bobblehead collectors uh, just books in general coins just co- comic books stamps stamps Legos uh-huh. um sci-fi shoes snow globes and it of course it comes with a barcode scanner so I can just scan the barcode in and it automatically uploads it most of the time with all the information for the movie and a picture to go along with it sometimes uh, these are pictures that some of them are pictures that people have uploaded themselves so it's a kind of shoddy picture but you can go in and actually search on and search for like the box art and get a, a pretty clean picture of it so if you're OCD like me and like to be able to just go in and look and say, did I have that movie because I can't remember half the time, then I can just yeah. look it up now. So my plan is, and we've talked about it before, but we're going to get together and you're going to help me go through about 60-odd boxes of comic books and we're going to 
we're going to log them and get them in oh here. Oh, God. I would so, love to. I've always wanted to do that with your collection. And Well, mainly I would like to log my X-Men collection, my Uncanny X-Men, just to so that when, when and if we ever get to go back to comic book conventions, I can go back and fill in my gaps easier than me sitting there trying to remember or look at a cover, which I used to be able to just look at a cover and know if I had it or not, you know, when I was yeah. able, when I was like, you know, knee deep in my comic books all the time, whereas now I'm not. I have a good idea of, you know, I know when my collection starts, but honestly, I can't even remember when I, when it actually, when I, the last time I actually physically stopped collecting, you know. So, hey, hey, quick question though. Yes. If now, Lord forbid, if something were to happen to you, what would happen to your comics? I've already thought of. I've, I've thought about that as I've gotten older. I'm 43. It's time to face my mortality, <laughs> and I have to start figuring out what to do with my stuff. I say to myself all the time, "Do I want to leave all this to my wife and children, and have and them have to put up with it?" You know what I'm saying? And then I've thought, well, maybe I can have somebody, an overseer, Clay, to Here we go to unload my collection and give the money to my children. But then I, I was th- I but, was going to th- say either do that or or well, just give, wish. or just give the collection to Clay. Yeah, well, I no, not no, not to, not give it to me. I'm saying. Um, you have three children now. It's completely different. A long time ago, you'd probably be like, yeah, click this old collection. I'm just saying I could pull like an Obi-Wan and just, you know, hang out. I mean, I moved to Jamestown, become a hermit, and then be like, ah, yes, I remember your father. It's a, <laughs> I remember him from the Clone Wars. It's a and qu- he gave me this collection of comic books, and he wanted me to make sure that you got them. <laughs> it, it's a question I find myself asking, uh, unfortunately. I don't think I'm going to expire anytime soon. But at the same time, uh, you know, I mean, life is it's just inevitable. And you start, like when I go up to my room that has all this stuff in it, I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to do with this stuff? Do I really want to give this stuff? Do I want to put this mass of what's important to me that's probably not nearly as important to, oh, I know, and that's not knocking her, but it's not nearly as important to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't understand why I have all these movies here, which I don't hold against her. I understand it's not something she didn't grow up watching movies the way I did. You know what I'm saying? So movies don't have that that place in her that they do for me. You know, right. because like my parents got divorced when I was in fifth grade, and so movies become that that getaway for me. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I did and that become a big part of my life uh, you know it and comic books were two of the two of those getaway things you know let me just retreat back into this you know into this comic book or this movie you know this Star Wars yeah. so uh, you know are my kids going to be the same way I hope not <laughs> but they could be I mean I can see you know you can see signs of it in your kids like Ella Kate I can see you know some of the, those same things in her that I have so hopefully we can break her of them. We'll see. Or anyway. they'll be like James Vanderbeek in Varsity Blues. I don't want your life, no, I, man. I hope. I hope that's what they're like. I really do. <laughs> Never heard someone ever wish that before. So I hope they're just like but, James Vanderbeek. But um, I don't know, Clay. Well, you you may end up becoming the overseer of all of my crap. When I when I, in the will, if it says 
to Clay, I bequeath all of my crap to oversee for my children. The crap is everything that's at the studio right now in that one little room, just getting larger. So, I get rid of the VHS tapes though because oh, I don't think the hey, listen, VHS dude, you'd be proud of me. I, I threw away. I still have some of the VHS tapes, just like. Uh, the, again, the collector in me, but I threw away three boxes of VHS tapes. <laughs> I even got rid of all of the episodes of Monday Night Raw I recorded in 1999. Like I take a, I record every episode of Raw, like in in, in right in the middle of the Attitude Era, and yeah. I f- I found them all, and they were like labeled, you know, this this month, however many episodes, blah blah blah. I was like, huh, I'm just gonna get rid of these, and I did. I was proud of myself. So, but I still have some. Well, as long as you don't leave me like three dollars, you always hear those like like funny horror stories of people that you know are waiting to hear the will of someone that passed away, and it's like, oh crap, man, they left me something. It's like three bucks. What if I? Said, oh wow. What if I? What if I did this though, and they had to say to Clay, I leave three. <laughs> I leave the tree fifty, and that Loch Ness monster, monster. I swear to God, mother, he looked up, and that Loch Ness monster <laughs> was like tree fifty. <laughs> I would laugh at that. I would laugh if it was tree fifty. Tree fifty. Um, tree fifty. I'm pretty like, sure I've already that told succubus. my mom that. That succubus. <laughs> pretty sure I've already told my mom and wishes are that uh, you get all my comics because I've got what five six thousand I guess I don't want them I don't want them <laughs> too bad too bad so you're gonna have to take care of them because I don't have any kids to give them to so. so but that's about it for me this week Clay um, that I collect thing is pretty neat though I mean just as a tracker kind of thing so it's pretty neat uh, I do have what well, actually I have one more thing and we kind of you brought it up to me we didn't really talk about it but. You know, last week I had talked about the whole iRacing League and how <laughs> Bubba Wallace rage quit in the middle of a race. Well, I didn't think that could be topped until this week's iRace. Now, this was not a official NASCAR iRacing thing that they're doing on Fox Sports 1. Uh, this was one that was uh, on Twitch, I believe. But anyway... And uh, so Kyle, oh, he, he, Kyle okay. Larson, a NASCAR winner, he's not a champion, but he has won multiple races. Kyle Larson this week was fired for using a racial slur on a live mic. Man, not just any. He dropped that he hard. He dropped hard. The, the, the N-word. Um, hard R. Yes. And <laughs> I'm trying to find. Hard. Let's see. It's during a check of his microphone, Larson said to his spotter, you can't hear me? That was followed by the N-word. So he said, you can't hear me, in." <laughs> and then they proceeded to tell him that he was on a live mic. Well, he... So the, all that went down, and of course, I mean, you know, there is absolutely no place for that whatsoever. Well, His apology he, was so he posted, weak. Yes, he posted an apology... He said, I made a mistake. Said the word that should never, ever be said. There's no excuse for that. I wasn't raised that way. It was just an awful thing to say. I feel very sorry for my family, my friends, and my partners, the NASCAR community, and especially the African-American community. That's his apology. Oh, wait a minute. I understand the damage 
is probably unrepairable, and I own up to that. But I just want to let you know how sorry I am, and I hope that everyone is staying safe during these crazy times. Man. Oh, gee, thanks. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And This is just me. Listen, if you said it once in that context, you said it before. He can say there and said I made a mistake and said the word that never should that should never ever be said. Yes, he well, said listen, it so nonchalant, like listen, you, he Larson, used it on the regular. Yes, exactly, and that's what gets me. Even you know, I, I, you know. So anyway, he it's let's just it's not the first time he's used it. I, and if he says he it is, he's a liar. There is no way. So anyway. You know, I totally, I totally do not condone that. Uh, I hate it when people use that. I hate it when I hear people because I'm in a small town of backwards people. I'm sorry, but I hear it all the time, and it drives me nuts. I really, it, I really do. It, 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 it physically makes me cringe when I hear people use it, and they're like, "Oh man, it's it's okay," you know. They use it all it's the time. Fine, man. They no use it all the time. Yeah. Here. you know, it's okay. So, you know, it physically makes me cringe. So anyway, he was suspended without pay by uh, his uh, employer, Chip Ganassi, early Monday, and then suspended indefinitely by NASCAR. But then his sponsor started pulling out. He lost McDonald's, Credit One, and Oh, Fiserv. wow, McDonald's was yeah. his sponsor? Ooh. So they have terminated him completely, uh, and I 100% agree with this. Now, that's his, of course, this is his NASCAR deal we're talking about. And uh, the dude, uh, listen, I've, I've just recently listened to interviews with him on the Dell Jr. Download, which is a podcast I listen to. He's been on there. He's a legitimately good racer, but look, there's no need for that. I don't have any problems whatsoever with him getting rid of him. And I have decided that apparently iRacing, which we already know this, but iRacing brings out the best in everybody, <laughs> along with every other video game. But, like, man, you know, I don't even know what to say. I mean, you got people, so you got rage quitters, you got people, like, racial slurring. I mean, do they want to continue? Of course, now, this wasn't a NASCAR one, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, my goodness, I want to watch now just to see what what hits the fan next? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it, like it's, it's people acting like it's hard not to be a piece of shit. Yeah, you know? it, it, yeah. It's like a train wreck just waiting to happen all the time. I can't wait to see the next one. <laughs> so, man, but, I remember dropping an N word in front of my dad when I was a kid. I think uh, a kid in my class had mentioned to me. I had no idea. And I'll tell you another story too. It's even funnier. We're probably on top of this. I used that in order in front of my dad, and he literally slapped me in the face. Mm -hmm. And I was—I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, "What's you know? Why'd you do that?" And he's like, "That's a hurtful word. Don't say mm -hmm. it." You know, I learned that mm -hmm. as a kid. I mean, getting smacked isn't always the greatest thing. I get that, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, that was pretty funny. And another time, my dad got really pissed off at me. Is in second grade, there was this kid named Jack Lynch. Jack Lynch was a very weirdo <laughs> kid, and and he loved military stuff as a second grader. And you know, as kids, you play you played stuff like that. You make pretend and stuff like that in the, play in the playgrounds. Mm -hmm. And he was making like 
these little sashes and stuff like that that people wore in the military and just putting like little emblems on there and stuff like that and he's like here you can wear this he's like alright cool and I wore it around for a little bit you know dad picks us up and this is when dad was working the theater so he takes us to the theater to do some uh, paperwork while me and my brother were hanging out my dad realizes what I'm wearing and he pulls it off and he's pissed off at me and he's like don't wear that where'd you get that at it's like what are you talking about it was a swastika that he put on there <laughs> And I was like, what? And Dad had explained to me why that was bad. And so that's so funny. Uh, God bless my dad, and and God rest his soul. But those things stuck with me through all those years. I now know that as an adult, one, that if you're some kind of asshole who goes around flying swastikas, you're a piece (laughs) of shit. And then if you're going around dropping N-bombs, when you know full well the extent of the word and how bad it is, well, that makes you an asshole, too. Yep. So I had to learn those things. I'm glad I learned those things the hard way when I was a kid, because I definitely don't want to fucking... Oh, excuse me. I don't mean to be dropping <laughs> F-bombs. I'm just going to get loose here, but, I mean, I just would say it's not hard just to be a good person about these things. Yeah. So. I agree. It's. Uh, but, yeah, I just... <laughs> that, that always stayed... I ne- by the way, I never knew whatever happened to Jack Lynch. Went to high school. I, I've, I've never been able to track him down, because... I figured he was probably, you know, with all those white nationalists uh, and all those little protests, whatever. I'm sure he was in heaven when he found that out. But yeah, that was about the only time I've ever wore a swastika. First and, and last. First and last. First and last. As a kid in second grade. Oh, my God, man. My dad was probably like, what is wrong with Clay? Who? People complain about like schools now. Like, oh, I'm going to homeschool my child or this and that. I'm like, no, you understand. That's not. It's been. It's always been like this. Yeah, it's, it's always that weird ass kid. Hitler youth all over again in Cookville. <laughs> God, bless man. So, Anyways, but you know, got any news to talk about? Oh yeah, we got all. Well, uh, okay, I say yeah, but I mean, I uh, as always. With everything going on, I had to drag the bottom. There was a couple little things, but I searched around. I found this little bit of news. Um, first up, sticking with video games, um, uh, I found this pretty neat. Uh, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, PlayStation is to uh, to offer Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, and Journey for free for a limited time. So that is going on right now. Uh, I played... The first Uncharted, I did not finish it, but I I did finish the second one. The second one was a really good game. Uh, you can get it right now. You don't. You do not have to be a PlayStation Plus member to take oh, advantage cool. of this. April fifteenth through May fifth. Um, it says here it's to help keep the PlayStation community entertained at home. So that's a nice little deal from uh, PlayStation yeah. Sony. Uh, pretty I'm excited. I'm going to go ahead and download those. Uh, I've always, I thought the, well, the one I played, the second one was really good, and I heard lots of good things about the fourth one. Yeah, I think there was four of them total. Uh, So pretty excited to check that out. Just wanted to throw that up there. And then also, because we had talked a little bit about uh, Warhammer 40K and the Inquisitor game last week, um, they're doing a, di- a, hum- a humble bundle deal. Uh, this is books. You can get uh, 
Warhammer 40K, get a bundle of books starting at one dollar. Um, if you spend as little as one dollar, what kind of books are they? Are they like RPG books? Uh, no, they're like novel, like actual novels, like actual. I've thought about. I've always thought about. Yeah. Want to check those? Back. Well, so, so you can do. You can spend as, spend as little as one dollar to get a bundle of six books, or you can buy into higher tiers to get as many as twenty six books for fifteen bucks. Dude, can you send me a link? Wow, that's awesome. Um. Yes, the total value of the books, if bought separately, rings in at $286. You can do this through May 5th. Um, the books come in a form of DRM-free ebooks, which you can download as a PDF, an EPUB, or Mobi. So EPUB is industry standard and is viewable in Apple iBooks. Uh, and Mobi is the format used for Kindle. If you use either one of those of course PDF's PDF but um, I'm probably going to take advantage of this I'll probably I don't know I'll look at the other tiers it doesn't say what you get with other tiers but I've always wanted to check out some of the 40k books and just see what they're you know I'm, I, oh yeah same I, uh, I, I enjoy what little games we play with you know what I'm saying the 40k stuff I like the 40k stuff better than the just straight Warhammer the fantasy Warhammer stuff I like the more yeah, science, like the, the, the yeah, sci-fi stuff and all that. Everybody's like on so, steroids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're playing the games, it seems like everybody is. But, oh, actually it does have a... So I won't go into it. Um, Clay, you can find this on IGN is where I pulled okay. this article from. But um, it actually goes down and lists all the different uh, books you get in each tier. So... Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to get at least. I'm, I don't want to do the dollar one as to whether or not I ever actually. The books they have, I mean, is there like a reading order? Because I would love to get into it. I just don't know um, what it would be. I don't know. I'm just looking. Uh, I'm just looking at what it it, it, it has a picture of uh, the books and, of course, the title form and stuff, but it doesn't. It doesn't tell you if it's you know part. I, it, I'm assuming that they're all from the the way it looks. It, they're all just standalone stories. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if there's an overarching story throughout. I'm sure there is, but I don't know if any of these fall under. I'm going to see so. if there's a subreddit for this, which I'm sure there is. I usually that's <laughs> so crazy that I rely on Reddit to help me out with these things. But I might be able to find like the reading order stuff like that. But if that is definitely something I can take advantage of, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, I'll put it on my iPad. So I'm going to um, I'm going to like I say at least take advantage of the um, one dollar one. I'll, yeah. prob I'll probably go higher. There's an eight dollar one for sure. Um, so there's that, which is a great deal. Um, I would jump on that if you're interested in that kind of thing. Uh, did you see? And I don't have it right in front of me. I think it was a. Twitter posts, maybe from Phil Spencer, where they were talking about uh, one of the IPs he would love to bring back for Series X is Mega Salt. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there because I was looking at all this Warhammer stuff and I saw some mech stuff and everything. I was like, man, that reminds me of the Mega Salt stuff. And that was my first game really on Xbox Live. That was all of our first games on Xbox. Well, uh, Halo. Remember going over to Josh's to play yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. We had a good time with that. That's a that first one is great, and then the second one's a turd. So, but uh, I would love to see that come back. But uh, there's so many different. Um, 
uh, legalities and stuff you have to go through to, yep. to get it. So maybe it'll happen. We shall see. Uh, moving on, though, to some uh, movie stuff and TV stuff, actually. Uh, I found it. Uh, this one says uh, Mark Ruffalo confirms the Hulk may appear on She-Hulk. And he would also love a Wolverine team up. Oh, that would be cool. So, that'd be pretty neat to have, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Again, I mean, we've talked about these Marvel TV shows a lot. Um, haven't really talked that much about the She-Hulk one. I'm hoping they go for the comedy angle. Um, that uh, Let's see, who was it was writing? The, I'm trying to remember who was writing that last run. It was maybe Greg Pak. I can't remember. But anyway... Um, I've always liked the comedy angle with some of the She-Hulk stuff. Um, and, of course, Mark Ruffalo, I, his Hulk is, you know, good stuff. So pretty exciting to hear that. And I would love to see a Wolverine Hulk team up if we find the right Wolverine. So, are you about to bring up what I think you're about to bring up next? What's that? No, probably not. So what do you want? What, do you want, what have you got? Oh, those, those images from Dune? Uh, I, I have them. Yes, we can move over to that because I know you've been reading Dune, and I know you're excited about the movie. So, Clay, they dropped some images from the uh, upcoming movie. What did you think? Oh, I loved it. Everything looks great. Looks good, doesn't like, it? Yeah. Um, and that, right now, I mean, we don't really see any images of them on Arrakis. But I mean, they're on Caladan right now, mm-hmm. which is the uh, home world, uh, home of the Atreides mm-hmm. uh, house. Um, but yeah, dude, this is exactly what the doctor ordered. Mm-hmm. I was very happy about the uh, the picture. Everything looks great. Can't wait for it. To, the, uh, to, for, I guess. I mean, I'm hoping there's a trailer going to drop with all this. You got to assume if they're starting to drop uh, images and stuff that we're getting close to that time. Uh, I know he was quoted, the director, uh, Villanueva, I believe, Dennis, right? Yes. Uh, Villanueva. Either way. Whatever. It's French. Anyway, he said that this um, was one of the hardest movies he's ever had to, or that he's ever took on, you know, ad- ad- adopting, adapting the book into a movie, that kind of thing. I so I'm, I was, yeah, job. no, I'm fine. I'm just saying, I, you know, he had he said that. I'm excited. It makes me excited. It almost makes me want to read the book. Almost. I got him. So. I'll send him to you along with the X Men cards that are here for you. <laughs> <laughs> when we get together to open those packs on our live thing, uh, I'll I'll read I have it. to find another box because you know I don't really have any That's availability right I'll, now. I'll read I'll read the book while you open the. The, the cards, and then we can decide which was better. Well, maybe if they come out with Dune trading cards. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they'd, they'd have you then. Widescreen. Widescreen Dune. God. <laughs> I, bought a box again. Of, I bought a box of Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back widescreen ones. Didn't get the whole collection. Pissed me off. Uh, so, speaking of Star Wars, Clay, I've got a little bit of Star Wars news. Not nothing major. Uh, Disney announces the Mandalorian documentary series for Disney Plus. Um, it's let's see, dropping on May fourth, and I think it's it's eight episodes. Cool. So I, I you know, I I'll take whatever Mandalorian I can get right now. Um, they said you may want to watch it because it'll give some insight into what's where we're headed with season two. So we'll see, and I'm still not. Um, certain that season two is going to end up happening this year because I think they said what was it October 
or something like that they were going to Yeah. So Paul. I don't know if we'll get that this year or not. Just kind of depends, I guess, on what happens with the rest of the world. But that's starting on May 4th. It looks really good. And then Daisy Ridley uh, says on Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker Reactions, where's the love gone? She says that uh, says how tricky, tricky and upsetting it's been to bear reactions to Episode Nine. Do you feel sorry for her for feeling no, bad? No, I, I don't. That's what happens when you make a bad movie. Yes. So, which I'm going to watch again. Which I'm going to watch again. But like um, a train wreck, you uh, just can't quit. Yeah. So it's been tricky, but it, then it's having that thing of I feel really proud of it, and I'm so thrilled to be part of it. So, I don't know. I guess they all just thought it was going to be amazing, but they thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they just thought wrong. They thought wrong. Again, I walked uh, uh, again, I walked out of the theater and I have no problem with Ray. I I thought it was great when Force Awakens comes out that we get a strong female lead as the Jedi in this one, you know. It's like, "Hey, I yeah. can take my daughter to watch this." Now I don't know if it will because, well, I don't know. I mean, her story ends up where it should be. It's just getting to that point in the last movie is really hard to watch. And it gets harder to watch every time. And I'm going to watch it again and I'll come back with a new updated feeling. What kind of feelings I have. We shall see. They're going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Uh, finally, Clay... Um, this is I'm exciting about. Sam Raimi confirms he's directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's going to be a fun movie. Yes. And Sam Raimi. I'm glad Sam Raimi's going to be yes. taking another crack at a Marvel hero. I'm glad he's back. It's been a lo- it's been quite a while since he directed a movie. I think the last movie he directed might have been the uh, Oz prequel. Wizard of Oz prequel, I think. I can't well, Spider-Man 1 or 2 are still really good movies. Spider-Man 2 is a... It, for the longest time, I could go back and forth. I think X, we talked about it, but X-Men... X-Men 2... 2. Uh, was, it was my favorite comic book movie for the longest time. But Spider-Man 2 took a good run at taking that throne. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I, I still would put my. Would you put them in your top ten still? Spider-Man Two, sure. X-Men Two, yes. X-Men Two is the best X-Men movie. Yes, I agree with that. I agree. First I just, class, I, probably right behind it. I just think of uh, some of the Marvel movies and top tens and stuff, which I'm not going to get into. But I, it, I would like to say both of them would be in my top ten. So I'm pretty excited. Hopefully this will happen sooner or later. They did update the um, Marvel movie slate, but I don't have it right in front of me. I know everything got pushed back, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I kind of wish I had it in front of me, but I'm not going to try to search it out. So I just want to bring that up. And how nice it would be to see Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the multiverse. That'd be pretty neat. I think, I think that's where we're headed to. Wouldn't Slowly that be nice? Slowly but surely. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, we got that. And, Clay, that is it for news this week. As I said, it was a slow week. I think the big one for the week, though, is the Warhammer stuff. That probably got me more jazz than anything. Yeah, I can't wait to check it so out. you can pay $1. Let's just go back to it. You can pay $1 or you can pay $8. 
or you can pay fifteen dollars. And I'm betting for, for let me see for twenty six or wait a minute, no twenty six bucks for twenty six books for fifteen dollars. So that's a lot of books for fifteen bucks, by the way. Oh yeah, good deal, good deal. Uh, Clay, any other news you would like to talk about before we move on to emails? I thought of something, but then I forgot, which is the norm. But That's okay. Yeah, continue. If you think of it while we're doing emails, just let me know. As always, send us emails to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. We've got three emails this week, Clay. And we have a new emailer this week. Whoa. I'm excited. What? Her name is Catherine. She's writing in for her son, Everett. Oh, she okay. says, she says, hi, guys. Everett had a question this week. Who is your all-time favorite superhero and why? Hmm. You want me to go and you can think on it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, mine uh, is Wolverine. Uh, and I think that just is from the fact that um, I started reading X-Men at a young age and right in the middle of when X-Men were everything to Marvel Comics and so Wolverine was everywhere and plus Wolverine was just a cool dude and Berserker Rage and Claws and so on and so forth mm-hmm. um, it's just that's always, that Wolverine's always been my favorite now I could I could say that Thor uh, especially with the resurgence after the Marvel movies is up there too um, but like for me my go to favorite superhero has always been Wolverine I think mine is either Thor or Jean Grey, mm-hmm. and uh, sucks because Jean Grey hasn't gotten the respect that I think she deserves. Mm-hmm. Both both X Men movies screwed up the Phoenix Force, yeah. and Jean is just just what, a badass. What you'd love to see a properly done Phoenix Phoenix saga? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. How great uh, How great would that be over a, a, a trilogy? A self just a self contained trilogy. Dealing with that, you know I think saying? the only people that can do it is Marvel. Marvel, and hopefully we'll see it, and I would be excited. So you're gonna go with Jean Grey? Yeah, I go Jean Grey. Thor, of one. course, That's is a good runner up for that. Thor, so. and I think Thor for me, I mean, along with the Marvel movies, but also where we talked about the Thor comics, you know, and all that stuff. Um, Jason Aaron's run really, really put him over the top for me. I mean, that that stuff is just so good. But uh, Logan Wolverine for me. Next up, we have one clay from Josh. He says, "So it turns out that April sucks just as much as March." Great, <laughs> Josh. Thank you for bringing the happy to the podcast. By the way. Uh, anyways, what are your top three favorite reoccurring SNL characters? Not cast members, but characters. He says, off the top of my head, mine are probably Matt Foley, Mr. Robinson, and Toonce's The Driving Cat. But there are a ton of great ones. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, I think anytime. well, you can't say reoccurring guest, right? Well, I mean, if it's a reoccurring character. That's not characters. Yeah, we want, we anytime, anytime Christopher Walken's on, it's yeah, great. Yeah, he's looking for character, I, a reoccurring cur- character. So. <laughs> Sean Connery <laughs> on Celebrity <laughs> Jeopardy. On Jeopardy. I got to say, hold on. Woo, guys. <laughs> I got I to got, I got, I got, I got, I got, Okay. 
Dude, oh my god. Isn't that so funny, though? Yeah. Ashwaj. Yeah. Your mother's a whore, back. <laughs> <laughs> or when Will Ferrell does uh, Harry Carey. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Norm, if you were hot, though, would you eat yourself? Uh, I can't think of a third one right one now. Oh, well, I don't know. I think uh, probably Wayne's World. I mean, yeah. that's fun of me that yeah. I quote a lot. So, uh, For me, uh, and we'll go back pretty far for at least one of them, uh, just right off the top of my head, even when I was a kid, uh, Gilda Radner's uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana mm-hmm. was, uh, just used to crack me up so funny. Um John Belushi, gosh, I mean, just all his characters. But um, I'm the the samurai chef or samurai uh, was another good one, and um, Eddie Murphy doing his James Brown celebrity hot tub party uh, <laughs> is just comic gold. I mean, but I, I you know, uh, that's such a hard question though because then I can think about you know the early 90s and some of those characters and so on and so forth. I mean, my goodness, Alec Baldwin's uh, Donald Trump right now is great. It, you know, I mean, you just go on and on. So, But uh, the one that really popped in my head first as soon as I read it was the uh, uh, Gilda Radner, um, Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. Uh, so that's what I'm going to go with. And, uh, you know, I'm not even thinking about now. Now I'm starting to think about Bill Murray and so on and so forth. But I'm just going to stop with those three. So there's that one. Thank you, Josh. And finally, we got one from Glenn. He says, "What's up? Sorry if I was not clear, but my reference is about Clay knowing what he had done was a reference to his comments on Ocha. Clay, apparently, you stirred up a hornet's nest." <laughs> I with did this say Ocha. that. Remember, I said he's talking about Ocha, and yes. you were like, "No, it's about it." No, I think else. we were talking about. I think he's talking about the email, an email that he had sent in or something and we wasn't sure at first but then we figured it was us. But anyway, I'm glad, friend of the pod, Josh knows what a wonderful place it is. Like I said before, 25 years since I lived in Cookville but always my first stop when I go back and they still know my name. Also, I forgot to include shows that I watch that I would be embarrassed to admit. Those would be shows like House Hunters International. I really prefer the international version because you get to learn about different cultures. My wife discovered a show about British slumlords on Netflix. <laughs> that is a bit of a guilty pleasure and a gym as well. I need to find that show, by the way. Uh, Jason, I hope the children and wife are well. Clay, I would bet on 32nd graders. Between that and Ocha and you fighting second graders. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I'm going to fight those second graders at Ocean, okay. and I'm going to destroy that restaurant. <laughs> okay. Finally, as a topic for discussion, what are your favorite cheeseburger toppings? It is the perfect platform for a variety of options, from barbecue sauce and bacon to a runny egg. But lately, I found I just like a bit of mustard and some grilled onions. Clay, your go-to cheeseburger toppings? Uh, cheese, mayo, and onions. Mm-hmm. That's it. For me... Uh, it is a nice melted two two slices of American cheese melted to perfection, oh, and yeah. then if I get really crazy, I'll slap some bacon on it. That's all it needs. An egg yeah. an egg is pretty amazing on there sometimes. Yeah. Hell yeah! But yeah. but for me, uh, really, it's just uh, just two melted slices of American cheese. Chance saxophone music play right now while I describe oh, this. I've got to get that sound. I've got to get the soundboard. 
So that's what I'm going with. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, everybody who emailed us. Uh, please send those emails in, as always, to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and the questions or comments that you might have. With that, Clay, it's time for some geek history. <laughs> Moments in geek history. I don't know why that sounded completely different. It's all right. So, Clay, this one is one. Normally, we do these. We record on Wednesday or Thursday, and I pull the history for that Friday because that's when the show drops. But we're recording on Wednesday the 15th, and this is a day near and dear to both our hearts. Are you ready for today's geek history? Please. On this day in geek history, in 1999, Sega of America announced the American release date and retail price of the Sega Dreamcast. Sega announced that the Dreamcast would be released on September 9th, 1999 and would retail for 199. Sega would go on to spend 100 million in advertising and promotion for this console. Still brings a tear to my eye. God bless that console. And that brings me up to what I want to talk about. Capcom announcing Resident Evil 4 remake instead of Code Veronica. Is that not no. crazy? Is that not crazy? No! Force fine like it is. Gosh. Because Code Veronica was one of the marquee titles to come out on Dreamcast first. That was like three discs as well. Yes. Yeah. God. I can remember just real quick. Uh, we're running a little long. But because I said this would be a short episode, which it never is. Uh, I remember when they announced the Dreamcast, I went to my local Sam Goody's, which was at the time in Crossville, and I pre-ordered one. I put down however much money I did, and this was right after, so it would have been about this time, because as soon as they announced it, I went straight to Sam Goody and did this. So... Uh, anytime I went to Cookville and I had some extra to Crossville and had some extra money, I would go to the Sam Goodies and I would put down whatever money I had extra towards having it paid off when the time come layaway basically. I had the Dreamcast ready to rumble and uh, Sonic Adventure and I can't remember what the other game is now. It may have just been those two at the beginning, but anyway. So the day comes September ninth came, I went to Sam Goody to pick up my guaranteed Dreamcasting games and they did not have it. Of course not. So, I got all my money back and walked across the road to Walmart and bought one there. <laughs> and proceeded to go home and try to figure out how to use that little PDA memory card with Sonic. What and was it, the vir virtual they, memory the virtual VM VMU? Vir yeah. Virtual memory unit or something, and it had that little chibi game on it for mm, it's Sonic. Like a yeah, yeah. So, do you have any? Does one memory stick out for you about the Dreamcast, real quick? Uh, Power Stone is a fun game. Shenmue yes. was great. It was like four discs. Uh -huh. Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio. I got one word uh, for you. I got one word for you. Are you ready? Go ahead. Salazar. Oh man, NFL 2K Wait, series. Hold man. on, hold on. I got I got two more words for you in the same thing. Quentin Jammer. Ah, oh, Quentin Jammer. <laughs> Quentin Jammer. I wish you listened to this podcast because his our NFL 2K character was the best ever. Our love of Quentin Jammer and the 
the greatest tight end ever, Salazar. Did he have a first name? I thought it was like Gregory. Gregory Greg Salazar or something like that. But, man, gosh, we put a lot of time into that thing. Ah, such a good console. Still missed today. Uh, I still get uh, I get the feels in me whenever I think about uh, a few years ago, Peter Moore had tweeted out about the anniversary of the Dreamcast, and I tweeted back to him and said, just said, you know, I, I remember basically what I was just talking about going and getting it and blah, 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 and he retweeted it and said something I can't remember now, but uh, I thought that was pretty cool. The, You're a loser, Jason. Grow up. It's, take care it's, of your it's, family. It's, it's the only celebrity interaction on Twitter. I'm sorry, Dad. That, I'm that, Dad that I was excited <laughs> about. So thanks for running it, Clay. <laughs> Listen, I'm still upset because Resident Evil Cover Rock is not getting remade. That's crazy. Why? Four. Why? Are four they? is like four is like the longest Resident Evil game. It, listen, it totally redid Resident Evil. I get but, it. It's a it's not a no, bad game. Not knocking it, but they literally just redid four. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm they updated. They put like a fresh. It, it, the controls need work. They do. When I played it on the Xbox, I was like, no, no, this is no, this can't, no. So, but yeah, I'm with you. That just blows my mind. I, I don't know. So, do we get five after this? Because everybody loves oh, five and no. six. Five, you know, has to, they, five and six need to yeah. be forgotten. So five and six are not good. It'll be interesting to see where they go if they go on with these remakes after four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, four, man. Uh, yeah. Four went down a weird route in yeah. the story, but the thing is, go go look up the story about Resident Evil. And it's yeah. just uh, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole right now. Yeah. So, Clay, do you have anything else you would like to add to this week's podcast? Nah, man, I'm good. Awesome. Just, uh, everybody, stay positive. <sighs> yes, just keep on. Just we will we will persevere and we will get through this. So, as always. You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and rate us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter, at From Ramblings, and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on these social medias? Uh, you can... See me bitching about life on Twitter at uh, <laughs> Sweet JJ Number One Letter S. You can find me on Twitter as well at Jason Seventy Six Z. And with that, we are out. And another thing, Josh and Glenn forget is that I got Street Fighter moves. So I'm sitting there like Tiger Knee and Tiger Uppercut. How do you can? How do you can? I'm gonna grab a kid by the legs and I'm gonna like helicopter spin around and knock out all these other kids. Y'all just don't understand. Like I've, I've been thinking about this. Tiger Uppercut. Tiger, Tiger Uppercut. Tiger Knee. Kung Pao Chicken. <laughs> Since I'll be doing this at the uh, Ocha. Get over Whip here. Ass. Oh wait, Whip an ass. Wrong, wrong one. Sorry. Shitty food. <laughs> yeah, it's Mortal Kombat, dude. What the heck, man? No, you can't. No, you can't. Yoga flame. I'm going to set kids on fire. Why not? Yoga fire. Yoga fire. My family needs to be in doubt about that.